This podcast is presented to you by Pastors Tom and Bonnie DeShal from Celebration Church in Harare, Zimbabwe. For more information, please visit celebrationmen.org. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in this day. God never brings his people together without a purpose. Every time God brings his people together, it's because he wants to lift them, lift them from one place to point another point. But it is entirely dependent on the individual. Because if you don't take a step, you will be left marking time. So I pray, I pray that today will be the day that you will take the step. That you will choose and decide if there is anybody who is going to receive a word from God, it is, I didn't hear you. It is Is it possible for you to turn to your neighbor and tell your neighbor that if there is anybody who is going to receive a word from the Lord today, it is me. Now, I know you, I know you are standing. Please keep standing. Now, have you told that to your neighbor? Now, look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, my life will never, ever be the same again. Because you cannot capture a word from God and your word remains the same. If you capture the the word of God brings change. And as you receive the word this week, your life is going to change. And you know, faith is demonstrated by word and action. So you can release your faith by telling your neighbor or by declaring it out in the heavenlies that my life will never, ever be the same again. Now, let's, let's do it. Somebody say, my life will never, ever be the same again. Now, can you put some air? Put some confidence now in the statement. Put some finality and declare, my life will never, ever be the same again. In Jesus' name. Now, put it this way. My family will never, ever Be the same again. In Jesus' name. My finances will never, ever be the same again. In Jesus' name. My church will never ever be the same again in Jesus name give two, three, four people a high five to them you are my witness tell somebody you are my witness 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 now that you have a witness you can sit I do believe by now you have started adjusting to my East African accent so that no word will be lost anywhere. I want to say that I honor the servant of God, the angel of the house, Pastor Tom and Barney and the children and the family. Thank you so very much. God connected us together many years ago 
And just recently, he reconnected us again because God is a God of relationships. And uh, when, uh, when Pastor Tom talked to, talked to me, it was, not, I, it was not a stranger talking to me. It was the family, part of the family talk, talking, talking to me. And that's why I released one, my pastor, uh, Washington. I released Pastor Washington to go and be in the church in Nairobi to bring order. To bring order. Because we are one, we are one body. And, and, and by the grace of God, and by the covering, why Washington went there is because he recognizes his spiritual authority, which a lot of people in the body do not recognize or understand. But he recognizes and works under spiritual authority. And because of that authority, he was able to bring order where there was no order, where there were chaos. And I'm so glad that the church is thriving. I have met the pastor and it has just been, it's just been super. And we pray that it shall multiply. And anything that the enemy stole, he shall return seven times in, in the name of Jesus Christ. The last time I was here was 19 long ago. <laughs> that is 19 long ago. I think that there was just the structure. The building was not, was not, was not done, but the structure was, 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 uh, was up. And for me to come back and find this magnificent uh, facility, we give the glory to God. And it, we just say God is God. Uh, so that you may know a little bit about myself, I, have, uh, uh, I was married for 20, 30, close to 30 years, 207. <clears throat> My wife went to be with the Lord, 207, and for six years I was alone. I preached alone, I cooked alone, I ate alone, I drove alone. Everything I was doing alone, 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 until I read a scripture. And the scripture said, it is not good for a man to be alone. So when I, when I read that scripture, I received the revelation. I pray, I pray that you will receive the revelation of the scriptures that you will hear in this conference. When I received that revelation, I went back to church. I had told the people in the church, don't pray for me to get married. Don't, 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 don't do any recommendations. But I still had lots of recommendations. The, but I, when I went, back, I went back to church after receiving that recommendation and I told the people, uh, now I read the scripture, it is not good for a man to be alone, so I will preach while looking. <laughs> and I preached while looking. And I didn't, I didn't have to look, to look very far. As I looked, I saw, I saw my head Asha. The head Asha. But one day I'm preaching. One, day, one Sunday morning I'm preaching. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm preaching from Acts chapter 1. And this is during the, when we were just nearing the elections. And I, I was telling the people this is how to pray. Lord, you who knows the hearts of all men, show us which one of these politicians you have chosen. So that's what I was teaching. Then, before that, I read what Peter said, choose from amongst ourselves, from amongst you, one who has been with us from the baptism of John until the day in which he was taken. And I didn't know, I didn't know God was speaking to me. I went back home. Sunday afternoon, I sat in my house. I was watching English football, Manchester United playing. And while... And while, while I was watching, I, the word that I preached started coming back to me. And I thought, ah, oh, choose from amongst yourselves. <laughs> then I realized God was telling me not to go to America, not to go to South Africa, not Nigeria, not, not, not UK, but amongst ourselves. So I started asking myself, so who has been with me from the first day that I started here in Nairobi? And uh, there was only one girl 
who had written me an email before I went to Nairobi asking me if it is true I was going to Nairobi. And I sure did. And I knew that was the girl. I got married. Next time I will bring her. I have, I have three kids and three grandkids. The Lord is gracious. Now, can we hit the road? Can, can, we, can we now move on? Now, let's come to the conference. Rise up and reign. What does that mean? That means your position is changing. I said your position is changing. Your location is changing. And it says rain. When it comes to raining, it means you are taking some authority. It means you are getting into a new territory. So it is important for us to understand right from the beginning. I know many times we are used to having a scripture on the, on the, uh, uh, to, uh, from the preacher. says, okay, let's open this scripture. But I have already started. So if you are waiting for me to start with the scripture, I have already started. It is important for us to know from the beginning that Jesus himself said there is an enemy. There is an enemy. In John 10 and verse number 10, he says, the thief, the thief, the thief. In other words, there is a thief. It is important for you to know there is a thief. And a thief thrives in that which is not his. A thief specializes in getting things from other people. So whatever the thief has is not his. It belongs to somebody else from whom he took. And Jesus said, there is a thief. It is also important to realize or to note that it is not you going to the thief. It is not you looking for the thief. The thief comes. The thief comes. So wherever you are, you've got to know if he has not come, he is coming. So don't stay in a situation where you don't see the thief, then you relax, you put your guard down and you say, okay, now I have reached. Uh Uh-uh. Know this. Jesus himself said, the thief comes. And when the thief comes, he has a threefold mandate to steal, to kill, and to destroy. So you check in your life what has been stolen. What has been destroyed? What has been killed? If, once you identify those, then you are saying, I have realized that the thief did come. Do you remember Jesus said that while men sleep or while men slept, the enemy came and planted. So it is possible for men to sleep. And when men sleep, the enemy comes. He comes with a purpose to steal, to kill, and to destroy. It is important for us to know. Jesus said, but I am come. The thief comes. Threefold mandate. But I have come. Why have I come? That you may have life and have it more abundantly. So you find out. Am I having life more abundantly? If it is not in abundance, then we see the effect of the thief. 
Matthew, Matthew 11, 11, 12. Matthew 11, 12. What does it say? From the days of John the Baptist until... Please talk to me. Until the kingdom of heaven suffereth violence and the violent take it by force. In other words, that which is yours has been taken away. And for you to get it, you have got to take it by force. You've got to be violent. It is a tragedy to ignore the thief. It is a tragedy to ignore the thief. Because when the thief comes, his mission is to grab that which is yours. I do not know about Zim thieves, but I can tell you about Kenyan thieves. When a Kenyan thief comes, he does not give you a warning that I am coming. And a Kenyan thief will want to hit you before you hit him. When you assume there is no thief, he will come and hit you before you realize there is a thief. So what do we need to do? We need to rise up, watch, and where you see the thief, you hit the thief before he accomplishes what he came to accomplish. That's why Jesus says, from the days of John the Baptist until now the kingdom of heaven suffereth violence and the violent take it by force. Now the thief is not disorganized. He is very organized. He knows when to come. He will not come when your house is full of people and they are armed. He will wait for when you are asleep or when you are alone and make sure that he tiptoes and takes you by surprise. So you've got to be vigilant. We've got to be vigilant. So that at the first signal, you know the thief has come. Many times we think that the devil is very disorganized. But when you read in the scriptures, you will find Paul talks about principalities. Principalities. That word principalities is translated from a Greek word, a cause. And that word, a cause, depicts the military ranks and formation that he operates. Now, please capture this. I know you know, but let me just remind you. The devil is not like God. God is all present, all powerful, all knowing. The devil is not all present. He is not all-knowing. He is not all-powerful. He uses principalities and powers. Are we together? Are we together? So, because of his organization, he is able to send demonic forces to control even the smallest village. Even a family, a business, there are demonic forces that have been sent to control a particular area. Again, I don't live in Zimbabwe, I live in Kenya. So I can tell you about Kenyans. 
But there are some villages in Ke- you will go to in Kenya and you discover ev- almost everybody is a drunkard. They just take alcohol. They brew it there. There are some families which are well known. That the family of so and so is the one that brews alcohol in this village. Or if you know, want to know the best, the best alcohol, it comes from the family of so and so. And Pastor Tom touched about those powers that made covenants with families such that your family is known that this family is a poor family. So even if you want to rise up, you cannot rise. You want to travel, you cannot travel because of some covenants that were made. Now, those principalities are divided in such a way that they control even the the smallest unit. And also, they grow in ranks. They grow in ranks. And once something that has been taken from you, it will take violence for you to get it back. But it is not muscle violence. It is not muscle violence. You've got to be violent in your faith. You've got to be violent in your faith. And I would like us today, if we can, by the grace of God, to look at some of those powers and break their hold in the name of Jesus Christ. Because we will not just talk about them. We are going to talk to them and command them to break out of your life, out of your family, out of your business, in the name of Jesus Christ. Because those powers know you. One girl, let me give you a a short testimony. One girl, one girl, one girl, one Saturday morning woke up and she's possessed with some powers and she took a knife and she wants to kill her mother. So they called the father and the father called our, one of our pastors. Went to, the pastor went to this, uh, to this, uh, to this uh, home and delivered the girl. While they were delivering the girl, after the girl was delivered, they are questioning her. And she said she was, uh, she was put into those things many years ago. And while she was going through training, she was told, there are some names we do not mention here. And she was, she, 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 they asked, they, together with us, like which one? Like Pastor Mark Karaoke. You don't mention those names here or anywhere. One day, I go to, a, 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 some, some ladies come to my house and they tell me there's one of their friends who has not been going to work for one month. So I go, uh, because their house is, uh, full, is, is, is uh, hooded by demons. So stones are being thrown, so many things that are happening. I said, okay, let's go. So we go to this place and I find people sitting outside. The owner of the house was a major in the Kenya army. The wife was a friend to these three ladies who had been coming to our Bible study. And I taught in the Bible study that the devil is under your feet. So they came to me and they told me, we come from the Baptist church in town. But we were in your Bible study yesterday. You said the devil is under our feet. There is a family here. So I went to see the family. I, when I went there, I, I said, As, who is the owner of the house? They showed me. I said, can we go inside? He said, no, 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 we can't. Because those things that are coming now, after every 30 minutes, if you stay a little bit, they will come. You will, see, you will hear the commotion, thro- throwing stones. I told him, those things know me. And they cannot come as long as I am here. Can we go in? 
And he asked, who are you? My, I told him, my name is Pastor Mark Karioki. Somebody said, hey, this one is a, is, is a man of God. Let's go. We went into the house and the place was full of cobwebs and dust. And I lifted up my finger and I said, every demonic force that has been sent to disturb the major and the family, I command you to be confused and confounded, fight one another and move out of this place in Jesus' name. Amen. And I left. I went back the following day. When I went back the following day and the major saw me, he stood up and said, Reverend, since you prayed, those things have not come. They have not come back again. They have not come back again. I told them, those things know me and they know the authority that I carry. Now, let, let us look, let us go to Ezekiel. Let's go to Ezekiel and let's deal with some of those powers. Ezekiel chapter number 11. Ezekiel chapter number 11, verse number 1 says, Then the Spirit lifted me up. Then the Spirit lifted me up. I pray that during this conference, the Spirit of the Lord will lift you up. I pray that the Spirit will lift you up. You, you see, Ezekiel is in a particular place and the spirit lifts him up. Not in the body, but in the spirit. And he is taken somewhere. Now, look at it again. Then the spirit lifted me up and brought me to the east gate of the Lord's house. He brought me to the east gate. That means... When the spirit of the Lord lifts you up, there will be no confusion. He will take you to a specific place. He will take you to the place of your destiny. I pray that the spirit would lift you up. I pray that you be conscious of the spirit, of the presence of the spirit. And he will lift you up and take you where you need to be. Okay, let's go ahead. Then the spirit lifted me up. Ezekiel is lifted up. He is taken to a particular place. Brought me to the east gate. The gate. And the bishop told us that the gate is a place of authority. The door is, a, is, a, is an instrument of authority. The key is an instrument of authority. So when we talk of the gate, we are talking of where the government is. That's where the government is. It is those at the gate who decide what comes in and what goes out. And Ezekiel is saying, the spirit lifted me up and took me to the gate. The place of authority. Let's put it back. Okay, keep, keep going, keep going. Then let's put it, put it on. Okay. Then the spirit brought me to the east gate, which faces eastward. And there at the door of the gate, now look at it. Ezekiel is lifted up. He is taken to the gate. At the door of the gate. What does Ezekiel see? Put it, put, it, put, it, put, it, put it up again, if we can. Okay, I'll, 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 we, we, we're, doing, we're doing well. I'll read it for you. At the door of the gate, there were 25 men. In other words... Ezekiel is taken to the gate and he sees men seated and he starts counting one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Before he is finished, he looks around, he stopped at maybe number 12 and he says, I, Is this not Jazaniah? The son of Azul. 
Is this not Pelatiah, the son of Beniah? In other words, please remember, Ezekiel is taken by the Spirit, in the Spirit, to the gate. He sees 25 men. And he says, among them, I recognized. Please talk to me. Among them, I recognized. One of them was Jazaniah. The other one was Pelatiah. They were at the gate. When you read on, it says, who were, who were princess of the people who were leaders of the people. Remember we said it is at the gate where they decide who is coming in and who is going out. So decisions are made at the gate. Among is the people making the decisions for that city, there were two that Ezekiel said, is this not the one who went to school with my son? Is this not the man I saw in the market? But Ezekiel knew their names. And he says, they were leaders. They were the leaders of the people. They decided, they were in a place of authority, deciding what comes into the village and what goes out of the village. What comes into the city and what goes out of the city. Remember we talked about principalities. And we said the principalities are divided in such a way that in every section there is a demon that takes control. In that particular area. So, he says, when he saw them, he recognized them. The princes of the people. And the spirit said to him, the spirit of God said to him, son of man. Son of man. These are the men. These are the men. Who are they? Men of authority. He says, son of man, these are the men. Maybe the question to ask is, which men? He said, these are the men. Which men? You read on. In the scripture you will discover. He says, these are the men who devise iniquity and give wicked counsel in this city. These are the men who devise iniquity and give wicked counsel in this city. In other words, you have been experiencing things you don't like. These are the men. You have been going through battles in your city. These are the men. Your family has been going through problems. These are the men. Your health is deteriorating. These are the men. Your finances are going down. These are the men. In other words, don't go looking anywhere. These are the men. Let's go back to the village. I do not know what is in your village, but you can look at your village and see what is going on in your village. I want you to know these are the men. These are the men. You are born again. You come here you have entered into the kingdom. I loved it, the way, the way Pastor Tom explained. You enter, but now you've got to know how you live in the kingdom. You have entered into the kingdom. You want to serve God. 
you want to be faithful to God. You go into the village and you come, by the time you are coming back, you are feeling like you are done. That means remaining or gone. Remaining. Okay. You feel like you are, you are gone, you are finished. Why? You met with the men. You want to live a holy life. You want to live a good life. You are determined to serve God. You want to be a good, faithful tither. And you are determined. But as soon as the, you get your salary or your income, you meet with a man. Which man? The man that devise iniquity and give wicked counsels. If there is any place that these men are active, it is in Africa. We have those who are in charge of families, those who are in charge of districts or regions or provinces or nations. You will remember when Daniel prayed and fasted for 21 days. You, you remember that? The, the angel came after 21 days and told Daniel, by the way, Daniel, you can get that in Daniel chapter 10. By the way, your answer or your prayer was heard on the first day when you prayed. And I was sent to bring you an answer. But the prince of Persia prevailed against me until Michael, the warrior angel, came to help me and now I have come. The prince of Persia is the force that is over Persia at that time. So Ezekiel is told, son of man, these are the men who give wicked counsel in this city. So the city is ruled by the people at the gate. But he is not left there. He is told, What do they say? What do these people say? Put, put the whole verse. Put the whole verse there. That's verse number, verse, verse number one. Put verse number one on the, on the screen. Moreover, the Spirit lifted me up and brought me up to the east gate of the Lord's house, which uh, looketh eastwards, and behold, at the door of the gate, five and twenty men, among whom I saw Jazaniah, remember that, and as or son of Azur, and... Pelatiah, the son of Benaiah, the princess of the people. Okay, number two. Then the spirit said unto me, son of man, these are the men that devise mischief. This translation says mischief, which is good. That devise mischief and give wicked counsel in this city. When you see your city getting rotten, there are people who are giving wicked counsel. When you see your village getting rotten, there are people who are giving wicked counsel. When you see your family getting rotten, there are people who are giving wicked counsel. Get to the next. He says, and this is what they say. They say it is not. Put the put King James Version. I like it better. The New King James. Is that the New King James? I'll read the one that I have. Okay. He says, they say. The time is not near. The time is not near to build houses. In other words, what they are saying is, it is not time. You have said, I want to build a house. I want to own a house in Harare. 
They come up and they say, it is not time. I want to do this business. They rise up and they say, it is not time. You want to be promoted. They rise up. They say, it is not time. You want to get married. They rise up and they say, it is not time. In other words, they want you stagnated where you are. But I came to say to somebody that your stagnation is coming to an end. I said your stagnation is coming to an end in the name of Jesus Christ. They are comfortable as long as you are marking time. You are just marking time. You are not going anywhere. They are comfortable. But Jesus said, I am come that you might have life and have it in abundance. But every time when you want to advance and get the abundance, they say it is not time. I came to say to somebody, that house of yours that strolled, that is stopped, it's going to be finished, it's going to be complete. This here, in the name of Jesus, I came to say to somebody, whoever has, that has been sitting on your promotion, on your promotion, we are kicking them out now. We are kicking them out in the name of Jesus Christ. Why? The time has come. I came to say to somebody, your time has come. It is time for you to rise up. This is not something that Pastor Tom just cooked. He didn't just rise up one morning and he said, rise up and reign. It came from the throne of God. This is the word of the Lord saying to you, your season of stagnation is over. Your season of marking time is over. Your season of being looked down upon is over. Your season of being a laughing stock is over. Somebody say yes. Now remember what we said my life? They said my life will never, ever be the same again. In Jesus' name. You got married and they said, you are not going to have a baby. I came to say to you, that season is over. The men that give wicked counsel have said, you will not get married. I came to say to somebody that their counsel has been nullified this day in the name of Jesus Christ. So they say, it is not time to build houses because this city is a cauldron. Because this city is a pot and we are meat in the pot. I came to say to you, your days of being in the pot are over. Listen, listen, listen. I do not know how many pots contain your picture or contain your underpants or contain your hair. I do not care how many pots your staff has been put in to make you to make you meet but i came to say to somebody today today that pot shall be broken in the name of jesus christ it shall be broken in the name of jesus christ why i refuse to be meet I refuse to be meat.
I want, I want people who are decided. You are decided you are not going to be meat. I want you to say it from the depth of your heart. I refuse to be meat. In a pot. In the name of Jesus Christ. Today. I made, have made up my mind. I am getting out of the pot. In the name of Jesus Christ. Get out of that pot. Get out of that pot. Break that pot. Break that pot. In the name of Jesus. Okay. He says. That we are a meat in there. In that pot. They said it's a cauldron. And we are a meat. Then he says. Therefore. Therefore. Because of what they have said. Because of what they have done to you. Because of what they have done to the city. Because of what they have done to your village. Because of what they have done to your ancestors. Because of what they have done to your company. Therefore, son of man, therefore, prophesy against them. Therefore, prophesy against them. Let me ask a question. What is the way out? 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 Let me tell you something. Many of us think that prophesying is uh, coming, is somebody coming and shaking and blah, 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 and changing their language and saying, Whoa, that says the Lord. Ah, uh-uh. ah. Prophesying is saying what God is saying. In a simple language, prophesying is saying what God is saying. And I come as a servant of the Most High God. I come as a servant of the Most High God. Declare to to you what God is saying. And we are going to prophesy in a moment. Look at, could you put verse number 13? Verse number 13 says, verse number 13, verse 13 says, and it came to pass. Tell your neighbor, it shall come to pass. And it came to what happened when I prophesied Palatiah, the son of Benaiah, died. And it came to pass. Tell your neighbor it shall come to pass. While Ezekiel was prophesying, one of the people he recognized died. Huh? One of the people died. Now look at your challenge. Can you prophesy to your challenge? Can you prophesy to your challenge? Now put your finger like a man, who, a mad man. One who is so and not just put it like this. And declare, my challenge, my challenge, my challenge. Say it with authority. Say it with authority. My challenge, my challenge, my challenge. Hear the word of the Lord. Hear the word of the Lord. Your time is over. In my life. In Jesus' name.
again. Harare, Harare, Harare. Hear the word of the Lord. Hear the word of the Lord. This is my season of rising up and reigning in Jesus' name. Zimbabwe, Zimbabwe, Zimbabwe. Hear the word of the Lord. Hear the word of the Lord. This is my season of rising up and reigning in Jesus' name. Every pot where my name is, where my picture is, where my hair is, where my clothes have been put. Hear the word of the Lord. Hear the word of the Lord. Your time is over. In my life. Break. 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 Break, break, break. Break, 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 break. 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 In Jesus' name. Give her a shout of celebration. Now, now with the finality, with the finality clear, my life will never, ever be the same again. In Jesus' name. I want you to look for five people. Give them a high five. Tell them you are my witness. Tell them you are my witness. My life will never be the same again. My life will never be the same again. Yes! 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 Thanks for listening. For more teachings and videos, visit celebrationmen.org.